everyone and welcome back to That's Lame, the equestrian podcast for horse girls from horse girls. Welcome back everyone. Good morning guys, welcome back to the podcast. Evie, how are you feeling today? Yeah, not too bad actually. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I had a very nice birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah, happy birthday to me for the second week in a row. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? I just went to the spa. Normally at the moment I'm cold and wet all day, but I was warm and wet all day. You were up really early as well actually on your birthday. I thought you Yeah, no, I didn't get a line. No. No. I also went out for breakfast and I ordered a like cocktail prosecco type thing. And um they told me I wasn't allowed to have it because it was quarter past eight on a Monday morning and they were like, our license to serve alcohol doesn't start. 10am really that's tragic that's quite surprising that restaurant was not catering for alcoholics (laughs) at all but anyway completely off topic let's move into our layman sound evie hit me so my sound of the week i would say is i rode terry yesterday and he was just a really good boy and he did four one-time changes that's lovely so for any listeners who don't know what one-time changes are they are when they're skipping yeah stride. so we did four skips yeah (laughs) which was really nice actually because I hadn't tried the one-time changes for a while. And the last time I tried them, as in the first time I ever tried them, he just got a bit excited and it just didn't really go to plan. Whereas when I did it this time, he was like, what's the fuss about? I've done this forever. Literally. So that was really nice to feel that sort of like progression. I don't think I really have a lame. I'm feeling quite festive at the moment, which is nice. Yes. Like, there's quite a lot to look forward to. I feel like I'm not sure we can talk too much about our festivity plans and how festive we get, because some people are such Grinches, aren't they? Yeah, they are. You know, I think we'll really hype it up in December, but just know that we're already hyped up. Yeah. Well, the John Lewis advert's coming out in a couple of days, isn't it? <gasps> oh my God, I think it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that would be like, I don't know, a couple of days ago. December's actually a pretty short month. Yeah, and also when you hit December if you haven't done your Christmas shopping I just find that a bit stressful because then it's like you've got what like 20 days because I don't personally want to be shopping on Christmas Eve because I've done that before and it's an absolute nightmare it's so chaotic I know someone who does their Christmas shopping at badminton horse trials which is in May really okay wow yeah she does her Christmas shopping there I couldn't do that I went around with her once and she was like oh yeah no this is for so-and-so for Christmas and I was like what as in like like last year's Christmas and she was like no no the next one and I was like whoa I couldn't do that yeah so I don't I don't think I have a lame particularly I mean the weather's really grim today and also I'm very busy at the moment so I'm sort of feel as though I'm running at 100 miles per hour all the time yeah I feel like the weeks are just like rolling into each other yeah and it's a bit like oh I feel like you know sometimes you have so much going on that it's almost like you're a bit overwhelmed by it. You're like, God, I feel like I'm literally drowning in it. Yeah. That's what I feel like a little bit. But then I think the time of year it is and like how it's getting more festive, that's sort of like keeping me going. At yoga yesterday... I was told that this time of year, Scorpio season, is when you need to start like hunkering down. And like oh, really? she said, don't start anything new. Your body needs to have a rest and a reset. And I was like, gosh. I'm not doing that at all. No. I was like, I don't like, think there are many horsey people out there that no. are doing that. Um, no, it's all guns blazing. Yeah, it really life. is. Really but is. what's layman's sound for you? 
my horses have been going really quite nicely, which is nice. I like that. I need to take Simba out and compete him soon to get my qualification points for next year's regionals. Sirocco is just going perfectly because he just is absolutely perfect, you know. I've been training more with Sirocco the individual movements for the Grand Prix test, which is really fun because I haven't done that in quite a few years since I did it with Apollo. But like the other day I did only against the fence, but I did the canter zigzag from the Grand Prix. I mean, I did it in like my own version. So I did six steps out, blind change, six steps back. And he just did it so easy peasy. I was like, oh my God, this horse is just such an angel. <laughs> I just love him so much. And then what's lame? Again, it's just the weather. The weather's getting me down a bit, I'd say, especially today. It's like complete flood, isn't it? <laughs> I would say if I was an animal, I'd definitely be like the type of woodland creature that would just hibernate. Yeah, same. Yeah. But other than that, it's all live, laugh, love, you know? Moving on to their dilemmas. And dilemma number one, I think really encompasses how we're feeling at the moment so it says hey guys love the pod i'm struggling going into this winter and wondered if you guys had any tips and tricks to keep everyone motivated firstly i'd say you're not alone i think everyone feels like that and i feel like people need to be a lot more transparent online with the fact that having horses in the winter months is not easy and it's not easy for anyone amateur professional livery livery owner whatever you are it's not easy and it's not terribly enjoyable but I think kind of going along the same lines as what we spoke about last week whatever what you said about reframing your mindset around something try and think positively about the winter which I know is hard but try and find this is like very general but try and find something in every day that makes you happy and that you look forward to in every day because otherwise you can very easily slide into like seasonal depression mode and that's not something that you want to do when you've got competition horses or you you know you have got to do certain things you can't just mope about in bed all day yeah I would say obviously you need to look after yourself that little bit more during the winter months because they're so difficult so for instance with horses if it's absolutely piddling it down with rain if you really are not in the right mindset to ride then don't you know your horse having an extra day off in the week isn't gonna cause horrendous harm if anything they might come back even better because I think horses are affected by the weather as well and sometimes you need to weigh up if the weather is so bad what are you actually going to get out of the session yeah 100% especially if you don't have like an indoor school being fluid with your plans is so vital in the weather as well because if you're like no I need to hack on a Wednesday I need to school on a Tuesday but you look at the forecast and it's meant to be pouring it down with rain on the day that you're meant to be schooling your horse and you've only got an outdoor arena you know maybe just swap the days around yeah because I hear a lot as well about people saying oh you know I can't have a me day or I can't take time for myself because I've got a horse to think about and they've always got to come first and obviously there's a balance to be had and I agree with that to a certain extent but also if you don't look after yourself and your own mindset you're then going to become irritable tired short-tempered negative and that's going to really impact your horse so for me I think actually even though this is sort of not the general consensus at the moment I think you need to look after yourself and sometimes put yourself first and think look I'm really not in a good mood because the weather's terrible I'm not going to ride today because also with your horse as long as their basic needs are being met in terms of they're warm they're fed and they're in a clean stable you know or they've gone in the field for a couple of hours or whatever as long as they're happy that's fine they're fine with that you know they don't necessarily if you just want to give them an extra day off they're not gonna like completely have a meltdown they'll probably quite like it to be honest yeah I completely agree 
I also think in saying that, obviously take care of yourself, but I think as well, take ownership and take control of your own life and be organized and think winter's coming, it's really hard and actually put things in place to try and get yourself through that. So yeah, fuel, you know, change your meal plans to more wholesome energy giving, like slow release energy and warm food. So like yeah. warm porridge oats, soup for lunch, carby bread, like things like that. And also like treats as well here and there. Like it doesn't matter if you add on a couple of pounds over winter, you need to insulate your body. And also if you need to have a like chocolate bar and something like that, just to pick you up, then do it. And get a really good flask that you can take to the yard so that, you know, throughout the cold morning, mucking out or whatnot you can always have like a hot liquid yeah make sure as well like drinking water is so hard during like oh, the winter uh, yeah. months because you're struggling at the moment you don't want to get cold you don't want to drink something cold but I think you do need to keep making sure that you've got fluids in your body and I know lots of people say oh well I'm you know riding back to back I don't have time to have a drink for me that's not good enough have a water bottle in the tack room or a flask of coffee in the tack room and just have sips intermittently because you need to keep your body hydrated. You wouldn't not give your horse a bucket of water during the day. So why yeah. do that to yourself? Yeah. You're both athletes. You're both working together. You both need to be equally as fit and happy. Rider mental health is so important. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for horse well-being. And of course, that's so, so important. But I do think there's such a correlation with that. If your own rider mental health is down, your horse's mental health is going to be down. Because if you're not happy and if you're not coping, you're not going to be able to look after another animal. No, that needs not. are so high. Going back to practical things as well, invest in good clothing. I'm really going to do that this year. I even wrote on my story the other day about winter gloves because often I'm quite tight with money, partly because <laughs> like I don't earn very much. <laughs> but also I've just got to be like, no, spend the money because you're doing yeah. this every day buy a proper pair of winter gloves, buy a proper pair of like waterproof trousers, coats, just buy it because, you know, I always get guilt. I'm sort of like, oh, do I really need it? Like it's a lot of money. You're going to wear it. Even if you have like 10 coats, you're going to wear every single one. Yeah, we got Equidrise for Christmas. Such a good Christmas present. Yeah, it really was. It was amazing because those are so useful. Yeah, and I think as well, if you're cold, you're just like setting yourself up to have such a rubbish day. Oh yeah, you've got to dress appropriately. You've got to. Woolly hats. And like also, if you're a bit... <laughs> I thought you said willy hats. <laughs> no, willy hats. And also, if you are a bit strapped for money or you're having to watch money, I often go to Mountain Warehouse because... Oh my God, that it, is literally such a good saving. It's such a good shop. You, yeah. It doesn't have to be head to toe, like horsey brands like Procure and things like that because they are really expensive. You can go down like the the hiking route of like, especially for things like hats and like yeah. ski trousers, yeah. like you the ski masks. You can get underlayers, the ski like thermal yeah. underlayers from Mountain Warehouse that are literally like £12.99. They do really good coats, gilets, fleeces as well they do fleeces for like 15 quid like I'm hitting up Mountain Warehouse this weekend I'm not even joking I planned it yeah because I need to buy some stuff for the winter yeah yeah yeah. okay other type of practical things deep littering your stables yeah and then you know if you're strapped for time because of the daylight savings and whatnot you know you don't want to be mucking out in the daylight or you don't want to you don't want to be wasting daylight time doing things that you can do in the dark so like for instance, you could make up all of your feeds for the week at the weekend. Planning's huge. And going back to like investing in proper clothes, also just make sure you have like a change of clothes. I'm really bad with that. Another thing that I would add 
getting your horses out as much as possible and potentially controversial but I would say really try to not have your horses in too much of a strict routine because winter time especially with the ground not being great we obviously want to minimize the risk of injuries I know definitely with dressage horses if you keep them in and you like only put them out at a certain time they're more likely to go in the field and go off and have a kick in a buck and whatnot and either tear up your field or risk slipping and hurting themselves so I think being fluid with your plans can make that risk really minimalize yeah and also you've just got to think as well when the weather is bad if you're on a livery yard and your horses are on a routine at the moment because you're at work and they're having to fit with the yard schedule that's fine I think sometimes people are quite quick when it is raining to think oh I just won't put my horse out I think sometimes people are like, oh God, it's so wet and horrible. He won't want to be out there. I think it depends on your horse because mine literally, as long as he's got grass, it could be blowing a gale or like absolutely happy yeah. down with rain and he's there out in the field with his ears bricked. Like, yeah, happy as Larry. Yeah, I do. I do think often when people say, oh, you know, they don't like the rain. I think, no, that you don't like the rain. Yeah. You don't like the thought of them being in the rain. Like they are actually fine in the rain yeah and it's just common sense just think as long as they've got the appropriate clothing on you know as though you're a person as well as long as they've got a good enough rug that they're going to stay dry and also think oh maybe i'll put them in a different field you say being flexible and just putting your horse's needs in mind and judging according to that don't just be like oh no this is the field he goes in but then some people they they don't have a choice that's all that they yeah can I do. would say just like when we're listing things like that I'm thinking god we're really lucky and we're very privileged with the setup that we have in that we can be flexible and our horses can be flexible and there's not going to be really any kind of complaint from that yeah whereas some livery yards it's like no you have to have a field per horse yeah like that's the field you're given yeah and that's it which is really hard and I can completely see where like livery owners come from as well because like you have to protect the ground and whatnot but anyway like my last tip which I would say is very vital and it's something that I've seen online quite a lot at the moment I would say you want to find a trainer that is flexible for you in that if you know you're running late from work or it's blowing a gale and like we said at the beginning you're just going do you know I just can't I just can't ride today it's it's just not going to be beneficial for anyone involved you want to have a trainer that will just go oh okay that's fine I just thought about this the other day because Samantha my sister was meant to be going out and teaching someone and they cancelled like 10 minutes before because they said I'm really sorry it's just raining so hard here like it's not going to be beneficial for anyone and Samantha went absolutely no worries like thank you for doing that because she didn't want to be out there either then that night I saw something on Facebook and it was like oh you know my my client cancelled on me like 10 minutes before the lesson before I was meant to leave and it's so bad blah 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 I thought it kind of has to be like a two-way street, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's hard one. I, I know lots of trainers now that are introducing a um, 24-hour cancellation policy. Yeah. And I can see why, because you do get people that mess you around and just drop out last minute and that is your time that you've booked yeah. to teach and, you know, time is money. But also I wonder whether those cancellation policies are altered in winter because what happens if you've got a client that's booked a lesson and then the next day it's blizzard, like, and yeah. everywhere, that's not their fault. No. No, so I don't think I, think I wouldn't charge for that, you no, see. that's where I think you need to be flexible. There needs to be exceptional circumstances, yeah. yeah. You need to be flexible, your horse's routine needs to be flexible, and the people around you need to be flexible. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing I want to say as well, which sort of stems 
with the whole being disciplined and organized yourself I would say go to bed a bit earlier as well in the winter I'm terrible for that I mean I'm preaching all this advice I often don't do it myself I do make the effort to in that at the moment I'm thinking I really need to go to bed at like 9 30 yeah for me because I'm like I just need to go to bed that little bit earlier at the moment now the evenings are getting darker because I'm struggling because especially working with horses it is really long hours and it's so exhausting because you're outside in it all day and I think people don't realize as well you sort of think oh why am I feeling so tired I'm so weak or I'm so you know you almost blame yourself and you feel a bit guilty you're like I'm useless like I need to be better but also you're wearing more clothes so you're weighing more you're trudging through mud like literally everything is harder you're throwing on like taking off damp rugs which weigh even more do you know what I mean it's like everything you're doing every element is harder yeah so I think you need to factor that in and just think I need more rest I would also say don't forget about your social life yeah what we said all the way back in season one is that yes you might be tired and you might not want to but going out seeing the real world can make you feel rejuvenated again so don't forget to prioritize that and try and reframe your mind to enjoy winter and just look after yourself and don't be so harsh on yourself yeah we need to practice what we preach man So on the topic of kind of hunkering down and having something in the winter to look forward to each day, we thought we'd talk about something that we like doing, which is either reading a good book or watching a good movie. And you guys loved it when we recommended Rough Magic, which was a book that Evie and I both loved reading. So we thought we'd share some of our recommendations. Okay, I'll go first and I'm starting off with a classic that we've mentioned before and if you haven't read it, then you definitely should read it and that is Riders by Jilly Cooper. I've never read it. What? Yeah, I've You've never, never read it? No. We've got it at home. Oh my God, I'm horrified. We've got all of them at home. I think my mum's read, read it. Them. I don't know, I just never have. Like the books that I've read in the past, like don't actually tend to be horsey. The one I'm reading at the moment is, but in general, I would say the horsey books that I've read, it's pretty much like bar rough magic and maybe an autobiography gosh i'm looking at you completely it's like zero probably (laughs) it's just not my usual don't tend to go for horsey books ironically no riders is really good it is actually a really good laugh it's 50 shades of gray meets show jumping yeah i've heard a lot about it i'd say it's a cult classic because i feel like most people only tend to read books if they go on holiday yeah but i find especially like what we were just saying about needing to go to bed earlier and like you know letting your body relax as well I find that what I want to do in the winter is not have my phone in the evenings I just want to like read a book and just yeah really settle down I used to read a lot of horsey books when I was a kid you know like yeah. the pony sort of series like Sheltie the Shetland Pony yeah all the books I used to read when I was younger were did all you ever horsey. read um the pony mad princess I don't think so. Oh my god, they were literally my favourite ever. I had all of the ones that Katie Price wrote. Do you know Katie Price did like a whole yeah, no, book I didn't series? Read I read all of those. Did you? I read, oh, I can't remember it now. I read this other series as well, which was actually really good. And I, was t- I think I was a teenager when I read that, actually. Wasn't there one? Now, if any listener knows what this is, then please tell us. Because 
there was a book that I got out of the school library when I was like in year six or something. And it was about this girl who took her pony to boarding school. And there was a whole series about it. I know. I know the books you mean. I had one of those as well. It was like an academy. Yeah. But what was it called? I can't remember. The title's to do with the academy, I feel like. But all I remember is like one scene. I remember her getting to the school and I remember they had like their lesson of the day was like they need to jump a course of jumps and her pony wouldn't do it so she went back at night and took the pony round yes i remember and, like, that the school bully was like egging her yeah, on yeah yeah i remember yeah, that you, yeah. yeah i read that series yeah what is that called? i have no idea if anyone knows do last know. I, I, I might look I, that I up that after that was just this. like a fever dream i had yeah i might look that up no that's definitely i've happened. tried looking it up in the past and it doesn't come up with what it is i might ask my mum. she's got a very good memory yeah okay other types of books to recommend i mean if you haven't read sarah j mass then i would get to it yeah well that's like a for anyone that doesn't know sort of fantasy nothing to do with horses no nothing to do with horses. no but it's escapism yeah you know? they're I'd very say good there's quite a correlation between horse girls and um book readers yeah and i think the sarah j mass has got a real cult following huge cult following a lot of people read it i mean it is really good i've read a lot of sarah j mass and i yeah. really enjoyed it and i'm not a fantasy person usually no. i read the blurb and i thought oh i don't think i'm gonna really like this and i really enjoyed it so yeah She's a good one to read. I would also say I recently read, and I would say this is horsey because I read it while I was at the regionals, which obviously does not count whatsoever, but it's Magnolia Parks by Jessa Hastings. And that was so good. It's like high society London, like romance, drama, gossip girl vibes. It was just so good. I really think you should read that as well, Evs. I think the horsey books that I've read tend to be more psychological as well. A lot of the books I read, obviously with my like, education and everything are to do with psychology so there are quite a few good books that are psychology and horses sort of together one of which is horse boy i don't know if you've read that i think i've seen it it's sort of like a memoir about this father whose son is severely autistic and it's all about how horses really helped his son's autism okay that's really like interesting and also the book that i'm reading at the moment didn't originally want to talk about because i've only just started it is called the wild other oh i've seen that again that i think i'm not sure yet because i quite like not knowing about a book when i'm reading it do you like not knowing what i'm not smart enough to do that i like doing that but my understanding of it again it's a memoir because I do really like reading memoirs and it's sort of about her postnatal depression right but also it's got a real horse element because reading it at the moment like I said I'm at the very beginning it's so quintessentially British love it so you already at least with me when I'm reading it I can really identify with like her talking about her childhood and her ponies and stuff like that so I'm really enjoying it for that aspect so I'll keep reading that and I'll let everyone yeah. know. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, because I'm not, I don't want to be like, oh, it's a 10 out of 10 because I haven't finished it. But at the moment I'm enjoying it. I would also say just listening to that, the books that we read are so like, they say a lot about us as people. Like you read memoirs <laughs> that are really like intellectual and Yeah, I do and, like and that. Thinking, yeah. And I only want to read a book if it's got a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> like an attractive man. We're so different. I know. We're very different. I did recently try to read a series that was about cowboys okay. in America because I was like, oh, horse element. Oh my God, it was so bad. Wasn't it about I... gay cowboys? No. Were they gay? No. 
I'm thinking of something I mean, else. I didn't really, I didn't really <laughs> invest in the book. So, but no, it was about cowboys and about like a rodeo rider. Oh, there was just one, you, you know, when you're just like, I actually genuinely cannot cope with this. This author does not know what a cowboy is or a rodeo or anything like that. Because it was like, oh, the girl went galloping off across the hill wearing like a white dress and she'd never ridden a horse before and then she lent her arm down and like the cowboy swung up and sat behind the saddle on the horse and you know they galloped <laughs> off into sunset and I was like any cowboy worth his boots will not be doing that well this whatsoever. is whatsoever this is why I was saying earlier that I tend to steer away from horse books especially fictional ones because they're not particularly like they're terrible yeah they are terrible whereas like the memoirs I've read or whatever they tend to be really good because it's like I can identify with the person because there's that huge common ground with horses but also it's realistic because it's their life but yeah like the fictional ones it's so like we bought a horse that wanted you know they were going to send to the meat market for one pound and <laughs> yeah, now yeah, he's yeah. won gold at like the Olympics and yeah. you're just like come really? on I know there's one that I do want to read that I wonder if anyone has read if they can give me their review on it and it's called The Horse Dancer by Jojo Myers. Oh, and it's I heard about, of the author, but not the book. It's about Le Cad Noir in, in Semur in France and about a, a dressage rider from there, but it's a romance book. Oh, okay. And I've been too frightened to read it because I'm too frightened of like, is this going to oh, be correct or not? Yeah, and it's, really, it's a real shame starting a book that is terrible because I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I have to finish a book to feel as though I can comment on it or leave a review. Yeah. Because otherwise you haven't read it all. So like, how do you know whether it's good or whatever? But when you start a book and you just know it's bad, it's such aggro trying to finish it, isn't oh, it? Terrible. It becomes like a chore. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> Moving on to movies. Oh, we both recently I know what you're watched gonna say. Dream Horse. Dream Horse. I had a lot of thoughts during that. <laughs> Mainly, why were they racing like a Cleveland Bay? A Cleveland Bay, and the horse that was, you know, supposedly like I don't know, two or three, literally might as well have been twenty-three. It was so old. Yeah. So the dam was like a Cleveland Bay. Like she was not a yeah. thoroughbred, but also an allotment. I'm fe- like horses need grass, and then when they were like, oh, the mum just died, and then the foal was just fine. Yeah. Like no one looked after also, it. Also, spoiler. They just fed it on chips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. But I mean, the fact that it was based on a true story, I was like, like, fair to you. I think for me, if it was a book, I'd probably not really enjoy it because it's like pretty unrealistic. The actors made it watchable. But visually watching it was like a different experience than me. It was and jarring. That you're sort of sat there and you're a bit like, oh, that's not right. That's but you, not, because it's yeah. a film, you almost like take it with a pinch of salt. You're a bit yeah. like, oh, okay, but it's a film. But with books, I don't have that same mindset. If I was reading it, I'd be going, how ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if that's because I think like books are like factual or like they should be right. Yeah, no, I get you. like with the film, I thought, oh, that's weird. And like the foal was like wind sucking against the stable yeah. door. And I was a bit <laughs> like, um, that's really not okay. And I just thought, I just sort of laughed about it. And I was like, oh, it's just a film though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I actually really enjoyed it i would definitely recommend it as like a if you've got an evening and you want to watch something that's easy with little intellectual like stimulation or like concentration and there's no like guns and like banging and like it's soft easy to digest entertaining yeah. and just yeah, like yeah. heartwarming then yeah. i would definitely watch that but i wouldn't say it like changed my life it's not like in my top five films <laughs> no. like a the decade what or whatever. What is your favourite film? Um, I wouldn't say I've got a favourite film per se, but I've got like a handful of ones that I particularly like. 
again they're all very varied i really enjoy goodwill hunting i've never seen that really good it's matt damon and ben affleck they wrote that themselves when they were like kids oh. and they won an oscar that's how they no like, sort of yeah because they grew up together matt damon and ben affleck they're, like, they be- they're like best friends yeah no way and they wrote that script together so like the never first script that. they wrote and they won an oscar for it and the oscar speech is so funny like if you ever want to look it up it's really funny because they're like oh my god i can't believe <laughs> like we've won an oscar so i love that film I also love like Gladiator. Like Gladiator is such oh a good my film God, isn't it? with Russell Crowe. That is just. I'm not, I haven't watched it in years though because you know again happy ending can't cope with it. I like a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio films. <laughs> We're both too old to date him now. Yeah, I know. Tragic. It's tragic. And also another Russell Crowe film actually is um, A Beautiful Mind. That's really good. Russell Crowe is in. This is another great book, The Silver Brumby. I haven't heard of that. Oh my god, it was like one of the first movies he ever did and he's a cowboy in the Australian Outback. The Silver Rumby is a really, really old book. He is Australian, by... isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it's about this like Palomino Mustang that's oh, like wow. the wild stallion of like the Australian Ridgeback or whatnot. And it's amazing. The book I actually like recently reread it. It's so good because it like explains like what the horses do and like where they go, like with each season. What's it called again? The Silver Brumby. I've literally never heard of that. No, Russell Crowe's in the movie. Wow. He's the bad guy. He's the cowboy that always wants to capture the silver oh. stallion. It's such a good oh, you should you should watch it. We should watch it. My favourite movies are Hot Fuzz Love Rosie and Practical Magic Hot Fuzz like. Hot Fuzz is literally such a good movie that's anyone, got a horse in it it's got a horse in it anyone that follows me on Instagram I post a story <laughs> in relation to Hot Fuzz it is a very good film and decided that Joanna's one character and I'm definitely the other character literally so funny so accurate as well I got a lot of love on that story like, yeah <laughs> But yeah, those are our recommendations and stay tuned because we will be giving you some Christmas recommendations as well. So hang on to your sleigh bells. <laughs> Following on from last week, there's some update. Yeah, one of our listeners sent in a little message being like, oh, have you seen the Catherine competed freestyle for the first time in the Grand Prix? And we had seen it. And we watched the video. And it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah, it was. What what I'm still waiting for is like a really big competition, which obviously isn't going to happen now until like next year. Yeah, and to be fair, when I was watching the video, it was because it was a local show. It's so like different to how we'd normally see a rider like Catherine. Yeah. You know, normally it's like high definition, like cameras and it's at like a huge event so you can see every single like angle whereas this was sort of like someone was on, like, stood on the side. yeah and it was really yeah. bizarre seeing her like it that just, it felt in weird. like a normal arena I was like yeah. who is that but she had so many people on the side did you see even though it's a local show she had like 20 people watching I would also say riders like that they're not going to go like full pedal to the metal no like a she was show. holding back I feel like yeah not had any updates on Bohemian no no we haven't no gonna have to wait for that one but anyway guys thank you so much for listening to this episode that's lame we hope you enjoyed it and we will see you next week love Love you bye. bye